This is episode number 266 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're a DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Greg Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another live episode of the Homeowner Show. How you doing, Kev? Well, you know, um, kind of, kind of frustrated to be honest. Uh huh. I mean, I got really, really good things going on. Yeah. And really, really frustrating things going What's on. What's the frustrating things? The frustrating thing is my car uh-huh. has been in the shop for what feels like six months. <laughs> no, the, it's not really been in the, the shop. Big, the big one? No, no, no. The, minivan. the one you're driving? Yeah, the minivan. Okay. It's just, can like, this uh-huh. thing has been incredible. The entirety of our ownership uh-huh. until about six months ago, we started having a, a few issues Yeah, and it's just like, they, they won't stop going away. <laughs> and, and, and just whenever you think it's done, uh-huh. they're like this, it, it's back or there's a new thing. Right. And it's, man, it's one of those weird things. Like, so buying a car right now is not great mm-hmm. because I mean, even though inventory's back up, I mean, there. If you need a part right now mm-hmm. for a new vehicle, good luck. Mm. It could be a month. It could be six months. They're just like leave the car with us while we wait. And so, no loaner. No, not no, not most of the time. I mean, it depends on the dealership. I mean, sure. dealership to dealership, they're going to take care of you differently. But, um, I for a long time I've not been a new car buyer. Been you know. Yeah. Buy, use that kind of stuff, um, and who knows? We we may go that route, but I think we're gonna have to get something. And it's frustrating because we hadn't had a car payment in a long time, and we right. like this car. It, it it's everything that we need it to be. But so that's frustrating, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that's that's well. My new let, let me let me put this plug in for a a brand of dealership. Okay. Sewell. Okay. So I mean, they I know they do like Cadillac and I don't yeah, know what else they do. They're but. they're a luxury brand. I mean, they do Cadillac, Mercedes, uh, Audi. Um, I think they even have like a GMC dealership or two. Okay, they have several. Yeah, deal- they do. Yeah, they do. Have GMC. Several dealerships. Yeah, across across the Metroplex and and Houston, in Houston, probably over in San Antonio too. <clears throat> one one of the reasons people continue to buy for them is is because of the customer service. Like okay. if you have an issue. Uh, with them, they're going to give you a loaner car. Mm. They will, not only will they give you a loaner car, but they will come and pick up your car mm. from you and leave the loaner car with you nice. while they take your car, you know, as long as it's drivable, right, to the dealership to get it repaired. Man, that's, so my dad just bought a new truck. Uh-huh. He, he bought a Ford um, and right out the gate, it had a weird thing that was a known issue and they did that very same thing, but from Lubbock, like an hour away, they were driving to to drop off this vehicle for him, and then oh, wow. he was he was driving out to uh, California on a vacation. Uh huh. Got two hours away and had the issue. Right. They drove to him in a loaner car and let him drive that to California. He, they knew he was going to California in it, <laughs> and and then whenever he got home, it was uh-huh. still another two weeks before he got his truck back. But they they let him keep it, and I mean, pretty amazing. That's impressive. I, I was like, okay, it depends on the dealership, right? I, I mean, no, it absolutely does. And so, you know, you, you get, in many ways, you get what you pay for. I mean, it, it, theoretically, I mean, if you're out there spending sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 on a truck, mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you would think they would take care of would, you, but... But that's, that, 
I mean, you say that like it sounds like an exorbitant amount of money for a truck, but it's not. It's, it's not. And not only that, like that that's most of that is in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> that's not margin. Most of that is in, in the truck. Yeah. So Yeah. It, like it's not it's it's really not weird now. Like I was I was talking to a guy the other day and it's like why is it 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 makes me sick to my stomach that it's become commonplace for like a good truck to be 100,000. I know. Like almost as much as what we used to pay for houses. Right. I mean, you're in those you're paying 1200 bucks a month for them or more or more, way I mean, more than that. It's just like come on, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I it, mean, no, you are you're paying a house payment. Absolutely. For a new car. Yeah. Which is which is why so th- this is again this is this is the kind of stuff that we talk about because this is what trickles down through the market, right? It does. This is this is why used car prices have gone through the roof. Yep. Right? Yep. Be- because people are going, "Okay, I don't want to pay brand new prices because brand new is stupid because yep. it's so high." It is. And I don't want to pay that high interest rate even though I'm willing to pay a higher interest rate for a used mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's because the price is lower. But here's the problem. It's not that much lower it's anymore. Not. No, that that's the thing. I was just used cars are in such demand. That's right. It's ramped the price up. I know. Like I was so we we have a Honda Odyssey. It's a great vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um and and who knows? I don't know if we're going to go back with a minivan. It they're they're great. I mean, look, I there was a point in time when I, I literally told Eric, my best friend, mm-hmm. I, I literally told him to be like punch me in the no-no place if uh I ever bought a minivan. Right. Thankfully, he bought one first. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like they're great for families. Uh-huh. They're wonderful. And I understand the utility of them. Yeah, I, mean, I still would never buy one. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. But like for for a family vehicle, they're they're great. And if if it if if my life consisted of simply driving people back and forth to school, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Why not? Like no, right. gas mileage, utility. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah, and like we we are regularly carting other people's kids around. Uh-huh. We do it a lot, and so you know we need that third row. And guess what? We always have stuff with us. So having like cargo space behind the third row is almost impossible unless you go to like a suburban or something, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, they're they're great for all the reasons. And who knows if we'll go back with one? But I was looking at like a like a like a higher end. Honda Odyssey, for example, mm-hmm. you're you're looking like forty five grand. Yeah. So for a two to three year old one that has you know thirty to fifty thousand miles, like thirty nine. Yeah, not that much difference. No, like five six grand, <laughs> and you get a full new warranty. You get yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's tough to to justify. So anyway, I'm frustrated. Not not because look. If you got to get a new vehicle, you got to get a new vehicle. We yeah. are not in the business of buying new vehicles. Hello, I bought a 2004, was the last new truck I bought. Mm-hmm. And then I traded up for another 2004. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm fine with all of that. But anyway, I got to keep it out of the shop. It's just, it's not helpful yeah. when it's in the shop. It's just bleeding time. you. It is. Well, thankfully, my mechanic's really good and he's not bleeding me, but... He's frustrated. I'm frustrated. The whole anyway, the whole situation. But like, the good news is there's there's like lots to celebrate because mm-hmm. the Rangers won the World Series. Oh yeah, <laughs> that did happen. That did happen. So. Well, after all of the talk, right? It happened. So does does it have a little asterisk next to it? Not this one. No, no drug use, man. No cheater. No, didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, that's why he got kicked out no, of the last two games. Absolutely isn't. Yeah. No, not even close. That was the whole report. 
No, well, the report was wrong. Well, I, okay. He got he literally got injured. He got injured. Yes, and that's why he they took him out. They they took him. Here's the deal. When like you, okay, get, like okay. Let me, let me because I again like I don't care. Sure. So you're saying there's zero percent chance that he was using drugs? Oh, there's never zero percent chance. Okay, so what chance? Well, I don't know. Like, but what, legit, what are we talking? Are you talking twenty? Look, I'm 30. not gonna look with when it comes to <laughs> baseball players. When it comes to baseball Dude, players, they are all using. Uh, that's fine with me. Uh huh. But here's it's the deal. fine that they're using drugs. No, it's fine. Your argument uh-huh. of that they're all. I'm fine. I'm, okay, I'm I'm good with the argument. Uh huh. Here's the thing. That's not why he wasn't playing in the last two games. Uh huh. The reason he wasn't playing his last two games because he got injured, and they if you what get was injured, his injury? He he hurt his oblique. What is that? It's back here. Oh, what a sissy. Okay. <laughs> if you can't turn yeah. and you're swinging a ball uh-huh. for at a ball, like it's it's a legitimate injury. Okay. And, it, and it's and on the baseball, uh-huh. like you can go look on the baseball injury list, uh-huh. it's a 38-day recovery. Okay. So when in in a series like that, the way the rule is if you get injured and get put on the injured list, uh-huh. then you can call up another player. Right. In replacement. Uh Uh-huh. So, in a situation where a player is injured, it doesn't make any sense for them to stay on the roster. They did the same thing with Max Scherzer. Mm -hmm. He got hurt in in his last outing as well, and he had to come out of the game early. Well, they did the same thing. They took him down. They brought up another pitcher. It's just commonplace for that to happen. Right. So, legitimately speaking... There's very few news outlets that were giving any credence to. Oh, any I saw drug it all use. over the place. Of course you did, because we live in Houston. <laughs> so like it's that was a rumor, but there's no substantiated uh-huh. rumor, like evidence beyond rumor that that is actually true. He got hurt, put on the injured list. Uh-huh. That's the reason he didn't play the last two games. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna have to do some digging. Yeah, you can go look. <laughs> You can go look. Everything, everything so what, else is what, what, So, like, what would be substantial evidence for you to go, okay, he was he was juicing? Oh, well, they'd have to give him a drug test. And the uh-huh. only reason they're going to give him a drug test is if there's actual, sub, like, expected drug use or a random drug test, and they're not doing that in the World Series. Yeah. So. Really? No. Not Why during not? the series. I don't know. That seems Just, stupid. But, they, like, you can go watch exactly what happened, and it's uh-huh. clear when he got injured. I mean, he could hardly even run to first base whenever he got injured because uh-huh. he swung. He was clearly injured. Yeah, and came out the very same inning. He didn't. Uh-huh. He didn't play the rest of the game. So, so let me let me ask you this because this this is something I actually find, it, and this is why I find it interesting. Okay, not because I think that it's true. Sure, but so many so many Rangers fans uh, want to piss and moan about cheating with the the whole call thing, right? With with what call thing? That the Astros were stealing signs and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, back in 2017. Right. Okay. Right. That's that's like their whole thing is like, I think the whole, oh, they didn't deserve it. And blah, blah, blah. And it, I think all of Major League Baseball feels that way. Not just Rangers fans. Well, I think all of Major League Baseball feels that way, but like also like everybody was doing it. Oh, okay. That's a stupid argument. Why is that a stupid argument? If everyone's doing it, it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. They got caught. Sure. And if everyone's doing it. But like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like the, like, you know, you're the, I don't know. Like, everybody's been stealing candy bars from Joey. Yes. And Ryan gets caught. Sure. And then every other kid goes, oh, Ryan's the worst. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid. Sure. Like, you were all stealing candy bars from him. Like, yeah. well, and, but, and now you, 
gang up on him because he's the one that got caught. See, I, I don't see it that way, and here's why. Because uh-huh. it wasn't the fans that were doing it. What do you mean with the No, it's all the, the kids that were playing. Like, I understand, but like the, the problem with the argument is that you're saying like everyone's doing it. Yeah, uh-huh. well, the people saying that everyone did it weren't actually doing it. You mean the fans? Yeah. The oh, fan- I... I, I think I think in ten years from now you're gonna have baseball players. It's like, yeah, I was doing that. Everybody was doing that. I, I mean, maybe, but like everybody knows that they were sure. So I'm 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 okay with it. I, all I'm saying is that I think that the whole entirety of like baseballdom, uh-huh. whatever you call it, there's is not just Rangers fans. Oh no 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 no! I was okay. I wasn't specifically okay. picking on Rangers fans. I was okay. picking on like all of baseball. There you go. You know, I'm okay with that. Like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like a specific target at at the range. Okay, got it. Right. So, like, at what point? Because, um, like, I'm, I'm, like, again, like, I like the Astros, but like, I'm not sure. a fan. Right. I'm, I'm, like, I grew up being more of like a Braves fan. Okay. Yeah. Remember anything? I grew well, up in Florida. And and in the '90s, like, come on, which one, <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. So, um, but but like, at what point? And this is why I'm asking because, mm-hmm. like, let's let's say it comes out that he was sure. For you, does it? Because I don't think it does. Delegitimize their win. Um, I think that. I, I mean, and then, and I, at what point does it? Well, see, I don't know because I mean, look, you're, you're it, talking about a guy who has the most RBIs in Major League Baseball sure. postseason history at this point. He there were multiple games where his impact was huge. In fact, game one of the World Series, they only won because of a home run that he hit. Right. Right. There's a walk off home run by him. Right. So like legitimately speaking, I as as an objective type of person, which is very hard for me to do, but is in, a, in this scenario, but as an objective person, I go, huh? no, that's cheating. It's wrong. Uh-huh. It's not okay. Right. But, like, I would imagine as a fan, you would rationalize it and go, yeah, but he's not the only one. Nah, I wouldn't. Not you wouldn't? Per- not me. No? No. I would. I, I just don't. I, I do not like the argument of he's, he's not the only one. Because I, think it, takes the, I think, think it takes off the blame of, like, it, I don't like the argument. Here's, here's the thing. Like, if my child does something wrong uh-huh. and they get caught... Like, my argument isn't going to be, oh, well, everybody else is doing it. She shouldn't get in trouble for it. Right. No, I'd be like, no, she gets in trouble. I don't care if anybody else is. Like, at my house, we take well, responsibility okay. for our actions. I, I agree with know? that. I agree with that. But, like, if because I think, I think you're putting it, like, in a sports context. Sure. Okay. Put it in a grade context. Okay. You know, and let's say that the class is getting grade, graded on a curve. Okay. Okay? Which is kind of how baseball works. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm going with your analogy. Let's go. Right. And so all the kids in the class are cheating to get the grade on the test. Mm-hmm. Your kid doesn't. And then it affects their score and the ranking in the class that affects the college that they get to go to. Okay. Like, you would cry foul. Like, hold the hell up. Yeah. Like, everybody's cheating mm-hmm. except for my kid. Yep. Right? Yep. But... Like, if your kid is cognizant of that, and they recognize, like, look, 99.9% of the kids in this class are cheating, mm-hmm. and it's going to affect the outcome of this, and nope, they're not calling it into question whatsoever, mm-hmm. and then they proceed to cheat just like everybody else, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, like, look, you guys weren't upholding the rules. 
they just figured out what the game was. Yeah. And then began to participate in it in order to succeed. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I, like, I, like, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to come sure. down on them. Sure. No, no, no. You know, like, and, and I, I think, I think that's the same thing in professional sports. Like, I think there's so many guys that are looking around going like, we all know. There has to be a competitive advantage is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to like step away from that. And, and I, again, I'm not even saying that it's right. No, no, no. But no, but I, I hear your point. I mean, because at the end of the day, like these, time to drink. I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> if, if there's one of those situations, like here's, here's the problem. This is the problem I have with like people saying that like the NFL is rigged, for example. Okay. Okay. And they're like, they're like, yeah, it's all played out. And and you know it's all predetermined who's sure. going to win what games et cetera et cetera and I'm like okay let's think about this let's be rational and think about this for just a minute uh-huh. so just the players on the on the field uh-huh. not the people on the bench not the coaches nobody else there's 22 players on the on the field yeah I see where you're going like there's too many people to control you can't no 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 who at some point someone's going to go. <laughs> I'm going to catch that ball, man. Yeah, I, no. <laughs> I'm catching that well, ball. And, and, and who do we have to blame for this? Boxing. Okay, yeah. No, really. I yes. Mean, or, yeah. Because it's one-on-one. It is. You know, and you can, I mean, like, I'm sorry, everybody's manipulatable at, to, yep. at some point. Yep. You know, and. Uh, Especially when it's one-on-one. Yes. A one-on-one, yes, I understand. But whenever it comes to 22 people on the field, 11 versus 11. Yeah. And then on top of that, you got seven officials who are all conspiring in this weird moment. Like, not, it, not only that, like, it, it's like, it's not just like the, the 22 people that you have involved, right? It's that their bonuses are based uh-huh. off performance exactly. yep. and, and succeeding into yep. the postseason. I mean, the same, so, so you carry that over into the baseball conversation uh-huh. with the, with the whole juicing thing. I, they're, everybody's trying to find that competitive advantage. Uh-huh. I understand that. I get that. I also don't find it okay. Sure. Now, but so, okay, I'm so, with you. I'm with you whenever you're like, look, if at some point, if everyone's doing it, uh-huh. I think that, you, yeah, it's like, do I play the curve or do I just sit it out? You know? Yeah. Do I, do I, which one do I choose to do? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... The Astros were on the wrong end of that deal because they got caught. Yeah. And it affected what a lot of people think of them. Sure. So there, there's that. No, no it, it definitely affected what people thought of them. Yeah. I mean, but like, so do you think that uh, Mark McGuire should have like an asterisk next to his name? Yes. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Neither does Barry Bonds. Right. And I, I, yeah, I do think so. I think it's different than, I think it's different than like the the Pete Rose deal, which so, I I think that's such a I do too sham I do too because Pete Rose got so that's a sacrificial I mean, lamb is what that it is. absolutely was and not only that he didn't bet against I mean he he bet that his team would win <laughs> right yeah. not that they would lose right like he he wasn't betting he wasn't. You know, tanking the system or anything, he, right? He he wasn't. He was trying to win, and 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 knew and that he was a contributing factor. Not only that, like he's apologized over and over and over and over and over and over. Which and over, I would just tell which, him to all to just sure, but he didn't stick it. Not only that, you do realize that uh, legalized gambling in baseball 
became a thing this year, right? Yes. And you realize that he was the one that placed the very first bet. That's so fantastic. For the Reds to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> he I did. love that. He I did. love that. It's like one of the best stories <laughs> ever, right? But like I I think that's a different scenario than what we're talking about here. Uh-huh. And I look, I, I think that people but should, like, and so so like I guess the question at the end of all that, mm-hmm. like would it if it came out that he was, mm-hmm. would it bother you? Yes. Really? Yes. See, it just wouldn't bother me. It does. It does. And the reason it does is because... Here's, here's why it doesn't bother me. Because I think, you know, it's... And, like, I live in Houston. I get it. Like, I think it's, I think it's people just wanting, like, I want to throw shade at somebody because we didn't win. Oh, well, that's true. That is definitely true. Uh-huh. In fact, I mean, so much so. And, it, look, I'm, I'm not... Uh, out here hating on the, the yeah. Astros I mean, because my, my legitimate response to it would have been, so? Yeah, and well, and on some level, that has happened. Yeah. But... you want Because if you want to test my guy, let's test all your guys. Sure. Let's just test all of them. I'm okay with that. Let's just test all of them. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. So... And, and by but, the way, they took out tons of cameras out of all, of, all over MLB stadiums. Mm-hmm. Took them out. Why? Because of the potential for for cheating, mm. so they took him out. So like something did happen mm-hmm. with all of it, and I think it's probably better for the game. Now, there, there's also a part of me. I mean, they've also put instituted new deals like the electronic, you know, pitch deal where they they hear it in their ear and the catcher calls it on a little button, or the pitcher can call it too, but. Now, now that is that them trying to like obfuscate cheating? Yeah, picking because, up signals and yeah, stuff because like that. You're not putting signals down, right? You're you're literally just punching a button, and no one no one knows what you punched, right? So like, yeah, they're 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 trying to crack down on some of those things, which I think is I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, look, man, if you're dumb enough to allow someone to know what sign you're putting down, well, maybe you ought to be caught <laughs> as far as that goes. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. Like, I just don't, I don't like, I don't like scenarios where a win feels illegitimate uh-huh. because of something that could have been prevented. But every, every loser in the history has, has done that. What do you mean? I mean, they've, they've explained away their loss. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it wouldn't have happened if this hadn't happened. Or sure. it wouldn't happen if this would have happened. Yeah. I mean, like... Sure. That, that's every contest in the history of time has, has gone that way. Uh, I, and I, I agree. So. I mean, because I, we a lot of times it's just we don't want to own up to the fact that, I mean, and it, and it happens where people uh-huh. are like, look, I, bet I had a bad day. Sure. You know, but but in reality, I mean, like when, when people say things like, well, the bats, the bats went cold tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that pitch was really good. Mm-hmm. Good pitching beats good batting every day of the week. So, you know, at some point you go, the bats didn't go cold. The pitcher was really good. Yeah. And I think this is a like a lost art in our in our world of going, no, that other person was amazing. Sure. Right? Like well, it just depends on who like, you're rooting for. It it absolutely does. But I think that what why can't why can't someone go, you know what? They were better than us tonight. Mm-hmm. Why is that not why is that so difficult? I don't know why. I mean, but it is. 
It's very difficult. Uh, well, I mean, you know, probably because this goes back to my initial point of like why I don't even like sports anymore is because people <laughs> take it too personally. They do absolutely. At the yeah. end of the day, it's drink up. It's yep. a, it it's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, it's a sport. It's not. I mean, it's it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. I mean, you you're doing it for enjoyment, for entertainment, and and yeah, I mean, look, I've been I, I'm I've been super into sports my entire life. Mm-hmm. And baseball has been my my sport of choice as far as what I choose to watch. Um, I I love all sports. I watch football. I love I watch basketball. College only, but uh, <laughs> I I love watching the game. And yes, my team has been on the losing end of every battle <laughs> until this year. Until this year, was, was this their first this World was Series? First, no, first World Series win. First World. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they went in ten and eleven, but. Yeah, it's the first World Series win, and it felt really good. Yeah. You know, it's exciting. It is exciting. And and I'll are there you, are there any are there any clubs out there that still have yet yes. to win one? Tampa Bay, really? Uh huh. But they've not been around as long as the Rangers have. I mean, they're they're a, in comparison, they're a fairly new franchise when it comes to that. But but yeah, no, they're the, so it was the Rangers and the and the Rays, and the Rays have had. Seemingly more opportunities than than <laughs> the Rangers, but um, but anyway, like I, the th- I guess the thing that that bothers me more than anything else, and and I see this from both ends. I mean, I I've heard plenty of Astros fans go, "Man, the Rangers fans are the worst," uh-huh. and plenty of Rangers fans are going, "Man, the Astros fans are the worst." Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, like why can't it just be? I mean, I'm fine with rivalries. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with you know. Hey, you know, I like my team better than yours. Sure. I love that kind of banter. It's fine. But I've had to really talk to my son about this because he's, I mean, he's eight years old. Uh-huh. And he's a huge sports fan, mm-hmm. watches more baseball than most adults, and knows the game. And, like, we had to under, we had to have this conversation of, like, look, it's okay to say boo Astros. It's not okay to say the Astros suck. Mm-hmm. To me, those two things are different. Sure. And so I'm trying to teach that to my child. Uh That means I have to do that myself, right? I I have to be at a point where I'm like, I'm not doing the same thing, right? Yeah. And and I think that there's too many adults in the world who can't just go, look, it's it's a game. Right. It's a game that you're not playing. Yeah. (laughs) You're a spectator. Yeah. You have no control over it, right? Like so so whatever happens happens regardless of whether you're cheering for this team or that team. Right. And so, look, your team got beat. My team got beat. Who cares? Like, great. Mm -hmm. My team was better than your team this time. Why is that not okay? Yeah. Your team was better than my team last year. Why is that not okay? It should be. Yeah. And I can be disappointed or I can be excited, but for me to go bash other people right? in, in the whole scheme of it, I'm like, come on, people. Like, Get over it. Yeah. Be be a decent person. That's my that's my whole thing. Yeah. Ha- have I ever told you um, my uh, Texas Tech story, my freshman uh, year at A and yeah, I think so. About the goalpost and yeah. everything. Yeah. Okay. I won't. I won't rehash it then. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's but that. But, I mean, that's really when I changed like my whole perspective on sports. Man, so much of that is just like, again, you get too wrapped up. Yeah. You get too wrapped up. And and you know I mean you you've had a lot of a lot of tragic situations that happen surround, surrounding sports and you know with with the big bonfire thing that you were part of and like it, 
Well, that was, was that was that was a whole different thing. It but, was, but yeah. it was surrounding a sporting event for sure. And like, there's there's so much that rides on this kind of stuff. There's a re- people ask, well, oh, why do why do these players make so much money? Why do these you know coaches make so much money? It's because there's a lot of money riding on well, this stuff. There's a lot of people that care. There are. Yeah. There are a lot of people that that's where they're choosing to put their money. Yeah, which so, I think is foolish. It but. is. <laughs> Speaking of money, you know what? You know what? cost a lot of money what's that smart locks smart locks they're not cheap all right hey before we do that i got i got some i want i do want to get to that i got some stats oh we did i forgot about this yeah i want to throw at you real quick so we got some real estate stats i want to throw at you and this is revolving around real estate agents okay do you i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guess real quick okay uh how many real estate agents do you think have left the industry in 2023 percentage no just number oh I don't know how many there were before. So like, <laughs> this is a really difficult number for me to get. Dude, it's a lot. It, I'm I'm going to guess. Are we talking to Texas or United, United States? Jeez, I have no idea. I bet it's in the hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands? Yes, I bet it's a, I bet it's 105,000. I'm oh, you, just throwing you, it out. You're, you're a little far north. 60,000 in 2020, 60, just in 2023 that, have left I mean, the industry. It's just not surprising to me. Sure. You know, I mean, I again, I I had no reference. That's like me like spitting into the wind, right? I have no idea. Yeah. But it's not surprising to me. Yeah. So here's the other one. How long do most real estate agents last? Six and a half months. Six and a half months. Most of them fail within their first year. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Most. Yeah. (laughs) I don't doubt that. Uh, Let's see here. What's funny funny about even how you said that was they fail. Uh Uh-huh. It's not that they just don't make it. It's that they fail. They fail. They, and they do. They, obviously, that is a failure. But yeah. it's like... Like, you can <laughs> you can quit for all the right reasons. That's right, but it's still failure. It's still a failure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the terminology that they're using, you know? <laughs> uh, let's, okay, so here, here it is. Um, in, in the U.S., there... And I knew this. I don't know why I didn't... So there's, there's roughly... Uh, 1.5 million real estate agents in the U.S. Okay. So in that 2020... That would have been a helpful number to know sure. going into my 100,000. Yeah. Because I just said, you know, like 7.5% of them. Quit. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, and I forget. There was, there was an article I was reading earlier this week, and it was about how many agents we have versus how many have quit. And it's the first time in a really, really long time that we haven't had more new agents than have mm. fallen away. Because here's so the thing. right now, and right now it's it's where more have quit than have signed up. Yeah, I think historically, real estate has been a really interesting job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there have been a lot of people that are like, man, it would be a lot of fun to go around sell houses. Yeah, and and right now. It ain't fun. It ain't fun right now. <laughs> it is not fun. It is not for the light of faint of heart. No. Yeah. And, and like this, this is the thing is like every, every agent that we've ever had on this show mm-hmm. is still in the game. Well, yeah, but yeah. that, but there's, there's a reason for that. Those, those I know people, so many that have fallen by the I wayside. Do I do too. We, so. You and I can sit here and name them. Yeah. But, but those, and there, it's those not, that were in it. And have been in it for for like 10, 20 years, 30 years, yep. some of them, those are the ones who have figured it out, yep. who have made it. Because they they know the ups and downs. They've mm-hmm. lived the ups and downs. And they the other thing is they understand the tips and tricks and 
they they know a lot more. Just there's so much well, about the, understanding the industry, right? Th- those are the people who have been waiting for these people to fall off. Oh yeah, they have. But yeah, because they've been what little they did succeed at, <laughs> they've stolen. <laughs> They're from scooping them. it up. They are. Yeah, yeah. And, that's and, the thing. and there's a lot of money to be had right now in the real estate. I mean. There, there's a huge deal going on. I don't even know this was happening, but the whole litigation stuff with like not paying the buyer agent. Uh huh. I I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. I had no idea this was a thing. But like, it's a it's a big deal. I we need to get Freddie on just to talk about that. <laughs> I'm sure he would. <laughs> I have sure. no doubt he would. Do you know what I'm talking about? A little bit. Okay, so like, you just go check out his Facebook post and, and you'll find, but like I, I had no idea this was happening, but basically people have a right to not pay the buyer agent. Yeah. So it was a $1.8 billion verdict. Right. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> that's a big deal. Was it a class action suit? It, um, I think so. Let's see here. Yeah. It, it was, it was a big deal. And, and so like there's, there's a lot of money transferred in some of these deals, you know? So this was, okay, so this was specifically against Home Services of America and Keller Williams. Right. But there were a lot of people caught in the crossfire, including, like, these, like, Zillow and a lot of these other places. Uh Uh-huh. Redfin and, like, Remax, I think, was even part of it. Like, all of these people were caught in the crossfire. It was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's... That's not going to help things. No. Nope. Because at that point, like, okay, not only do I have to worry about all of the junk going on in the real estate uh, industry, now I may even not get paid right. to do it. And on top of that, I might face lawsuits because of it. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so here's, here's what the article, and this is from CNN, by the way. It says, the cornerstone of the plaintiff's argument is that NAR is forcing home sellers to pay an inflated commission that is then split between their agent and the buyer's agent. The home sellers argued commission sharing as a condition for access to the multiple listing service was unfair and kept commissions artificially high. Typically, when a home goes on the market for sale, the seller offers their broker a set of commission. For decades, the commission has consistently been around 6% of the sale price, usually with a 3% split for the buyer's and seller's agents. In a competitive market, the home sellers argue the cost of the buyer's agent's commissions would be paid not by the seller, but by the buyer who received the service. The seller said that the buyer should be able to negotiate the fee with their agent and that the seller should not be on the hook for paying it. NAR and the other defendants argued in court that their commissions are always negotiable. They also said that the system of having their seller's agent split the commission with the buyer's agent allows buyers who are already weighed down with expenses like down payment, closing costs, inspections, and appraisals to avoid the added expense of having to pay an agent as well. Consumer advocates celebrated the verdict and hoped that plaintiffs would also receive their request for the judge to order changes to how commissions are structured in the industry. While large, while already large, the award could grow even more to a total of $5 billion, mm. depending on what the judge decides. So, like, legitimately speaking, <laughs> okay, just take a step back for a minute. You sell a house. Uh-huh. W- what are your costs incurred? And next to nothing. Right. You buy a house. Mm-hmm. What are costs incurred? Well, you got to pay the commission to the 
So, so here's okay. Here's here's <laughs> where I will. Here here here's what I'll uh, defend this a little bit. I'm not I'm not for or against. I'm just asking the question right well, now. I, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a real case scenario. Okay. So when my wife and I bought our first house, mm-hmm. we had very little money. Right. And we were in ministry and had very little savings, and so we had to scrape together what we had. Been there. And, but we knew that we wanted to get into a house. Yep. And there was a very kind lady who's no longer in real estate, so I'm not going to mention her name. Sure. Uh, even though I love her dearly and, yeah. and still do everything I can to take care of her today for this very reason. Um, she was a real estate agent, and she said, I want to sell you your first house. Thank you so much. And she took us around. She showed us all kinds of stuff. We ended up getting a model home in a neighborhood in the, close to where we wanted to be. Sure. I mean, she worked night and day for us. Right. And so we're sitting down at the table. Uh, to close. To close. No. And the the guy says, okay, so you have this much for the seller's agent and this much for the buyer's agent. And she goes, no, 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 no. I, take that off. Yeah. And he's, he looks at her and he goes, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And she goes, I'm not, I'm not taking a commission on this one. Yeah. And he's like, why? And she goes, they go to my church. I'm taking care of him. <laughs> and I looked at her and I was like, what is wrong with you? Right. No, no, we, we, and, we, we expected to pay this. Yeah. We expected yeah, to pay this. Right. And she goes, no, 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 take that off. I don't want them to pay that. Mm. And he said, are you sure? And she goes, absolutely. And he looked at me and she goes, are you okay with this? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Like, Because I think if I tell you no, I'm going to make her mad. And I'm more scared of her than I am of you. Right. So you do whatever she says. Because I, I don't know what the number was, but it's probably north of four grand. I was... I mean, I mean in a starter home even. Yeah. Like, And, and so I, I get I, I get that you want to protect buyer's agents. Mm-hmm that you want them to have the option of that. Sure. But you are taking away negotiating power. You are. To a certain degree. When yes. you when you institutionalize commissions. Yep. So I'm not saying that buyer's agents shouldn't get what they deserve. They absolutely should get what they deserve because right. they're hardworking. They put in a lot of time. That's right. But to make it, it it's it's the same argument for minimum wage, man. Well, yeah, because the thing with the thing with the uh with this is it's been widely accepted to be 6% split. Right. That there's no standard. No. That doesn't mean anything. No. If, if you want to take and I, I, 2%, I, you can. If you want to take 0%, well, you can, and, right? And like that that's the thing, man, is like it takes away the competitive edge for a less experienced agent. Yep. And, and so like you should as a young agent be able to go, "You know what? I'm going to only take 2 on this one." Right. I'm only going to take three on this one. I'm yep. only going to take one and a half on this one. Right. Because I want to make sure that you work with me rather than the guy that's expecting four. Right. That's exactly right. And, you know, that that's your prerogative mm-hmm. as an individual to be competitive in the market. Sure. I mean, if I could sell 10 houses at 2% uh-huh. or one house at 4%, what do you think I'm going to do? Uh, yeah. Every time, 2%. Now, here's here's the difference. If you have brokerages that are saying yeah like we're gonna pay you three right and then they withhold that that's different that's a totally different story yeah and, and like and I if w- you didn't agree like, like and again like if you're a young agent and you didn't pay attention to the fine print right again chalk it up to experience right 
do better next time. Yeah. And but I will tell you, like if you if you talk to those agents that are that have been in it for for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. they're going to tell you straight up, I will not work for less than 3%. Good for them. And there's a reason for that. They know what they've put in. They understand what they're worth. Oh, yeah. They know. And they're probably worth more. They, they're probably worth more. But they also understand that I'm going to sell a $250,000 house and I'm mm-hmm. going to sell a $2 million house. And somewhere in the middle, it's going to kind of even out. Yeah. But but they're, here's the thing, man. Like, they're not just working 8 to 5. No. They're working around the clock. There, there are people that are super inconsiderate and are, are texting them at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And, and then they're expected to drop what they're doing, change their plans, not go on vacation, et cetera, et cetera, just to, to meet the weird demands of the buyer or the seller. Yeah. And, and many times you just don't know what you're going to get on top of that. Like there's this, there's this huge safety issue in all of this. Like I know a lot of agents are like, nope, not doing uh, open houses. Not doing it. Yeah. You mean you want me as a female, not all female, right? But as a as a female to sit in a home for two hours that I've advertised, I'm going to be the only one there for a little while. Yeah. Really? I don't think that's very safe. Do you? Well, and I also don't. I, I mean, I mean my own personal, I don't think open houses are worth the time they're not. or the effort. And that's the other thing that most of them are saying. They're like, how many, if you were to ask them, how many homes have they sold? Due to at an, an open, open house, house yeah. it, like the number is so astronomically low, it's not worth their time, it's not worth their safety, it's not worth their effort. They're, but they're already putting their, their time and effort in in so many other ways. You've asked them to be on call, you know, and, and look, we did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, whenever you need to find a house, like especially in the market that we bought our house in, it was like, can you be there in an hour? Yeah. Right? Like, who knows? It might not be there in an hour and a half. So, <laughs> can you be there in an hour? Now, right now, things are a little bit better than that, but it's yeah, it's a tough deal. Oh yeah, things are things are sitting on the market longer. I'm not telling people to drag their feet. No, but like like you don't have to be there within 48 hours. Exactly. No, you don't. And and you've got some negotiating power right now. Yeah. Because the interest rates are you're <laughs> the thing that are keeping it negotiable. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So it, it's a it's a weird it's a weird place out there, and I understand. Like I, I know so many people, like you said, who have been in the real estate market who mm-hmm. or uh, industry and have gotten out because it's just not. Yeah, it's a a lot of them are not being profitable in this space. No, you know they might sell one house in a year, maybe two. Yeah, well, you ought to be selling that many a month or more. Yeah, in order to be profitable, you know, or to make any sort or of living. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's tough. Yeah. All right. So, we're here to talk about locks. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, th- th- we don't have to take a, a ton of time. I- I'll tell you this. So, we have done a smart lock episode before. It was a long time ago because mm-hmm. it was one of the first things. It was a Schlage, did. wasn't it? It was a Schlage. Yeah. And um, it was the Schlage Sense. Um, and it was a gr- it's a great lock. I put three of them on my, on my last house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved them. Did They're, you leave all those there? Yes. Okay. I left all of them there. And they're they're great for a lot of reasons. You still have access? No, <laughs> no, I've relinquished access. I'm actually curious as to how that works when you sell a home. Do you like how do you, how do you prove that like you don't have access to those anymore? I don't know exactly. I mean, that for, seems problematic. It 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 definitely can be, but once you gain access to it, uh, you can lock it people out. Okay. So like, have they locked you out? 
I don't know. You haven't even checked? I, no. I'd be so curious. No, I don't. I'm sure they did. Trust me. <laughs> they put explosives on my on my uh, property before I <laughs> sold it. So I'm sure they locked me out. No, I yeah. I don't. I don't know exactly. I I know this. I I set all the codes to like zeros, uh-huh. and then I deleted my account. Oh, is what I did. So they could okay. So they could go in and. They knew what the codes were, and they could set up their own account, and then change the codes. Right, right. So that—that's how I did it. But um, smart locks have actually come a long way, and one of the things that that the ones we had didn't have that I was interested in was um, Apple Home Keys. Okay. So Apple Home Keys are really kind of cool, and they're—I think it's just called Apple Keys because you can use it for your car these days too. Uh, but you can literally use your, your watch or your, your phone uh, to gain entry or to start your vehicle. So the new one that Schlage is this like a with, whole separate app that Apple has? Uh, no, it's part of their home, part of their, their home kit. Home kit. Okay. Yeah. Um, or or not just you don't have to have home kit in order to do it. You just have to have the home app. It's oh. on the home app. Okay. The home home kit is like its its own little like hub and all, all that kind of thing. Like you have to have like an Apple TV or something like that to be the, the hub. But anyway, so Schlage came out with a new uh, a new version of the lock that I got, and it was called the Schlage Encode. Well, then they came out with the Encode Plus, and the Encode Plus was unavailable for a long time. I think it was just production issues and, and supply chain stuff. Uh-huh. Finally, I got my hands on one. They had it on like uh, the Amazon deals, what is it, like Prime Days or something like that, whatever it's called. And uh, so they had a discount on it, and so I went ahead and bought it. And dude, it it's just so great. Mm. I mean, it it's exactly what you want it to be. I mean, it's got a keypad on, like a touchpad on it, and I can literally hold my watch up to it. I don't have to do anything to my watch. I don't have to turn it on. I don't have to like open up an app or anything. I just hold my watch up to it and, yeah. and it unlocks. So it does everything that you need to do. On top of that, you can schedule it. You know, like in fact, every night at a certain time, it, it automatically over. locks. Yeah. Yeah. If it's unlocked, it automatically locks. If I leave the area, um, it asks me, you know, do you want me to lock the doors? If I come into the area, it asks me, do you want to unlock the doors? And you can set that all. It's a geofencing. Right. You yeah. Can, you can set all that up. Uh, you can put in any number of codes that you want for people, or you can set them for a time frame. Like if you, as my pest control guy, needed to get in my house, I could just give you a code. Mm-hmm. It only worked during certain hours and whatever. So it does all of those sorts of things. It's a great product, um, and Schlage has been around for centuries, right? They've, well, not really, but they've been around. <laughs> they've been around forever, and and they're they're just a, a great a great product. They've got different trim colors and they've got different, a couple of different, um, options, but, um, but it also works with, with, um, Alexa and with, uh, Siri. So you can tell it to open. Right. It will, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of those things. It's easy to install. It installs as easily as a, as most any deadbolt does. Mm. Take the old deadbolt off. Just kind of put this one in. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. Anybody can do it. Um, that's actually not the thing that I really want to talk about. Okay. The thing that I really want to talk about is the other locks that I got. Because 
that specific lock, it's pretty big. It's pretty bulky. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I don't know, like three and a half inches by two inches or something. And we, the house that we bought have some of those, um, so, so they've got the, the big glass doors, glass window doors. Yeah. Like French door looking things. But most of them have a aftermarket blind system put on them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it sticks out from the back of the door. They're actually great. But, oh, yeah. Um, but it's aftermarket. You know, now they've got those cool ones that are like built into the door. Those are cool. They're expensive, but they are very cool. Yeah. Um, but because of the way two of them were uh, installed, they they take up almost up right up to the deadbolt, like the space. And so we couldn't put one of these new uh, Schlage ones on there because it, it just, it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm never going to put a, a smart lock on, on those two doors, which is fine. They weren't the front door. It's not the end of the world. But uh, then I come across level lock. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of this before. Saw an ad for it. I started doing some research on it. This thing is unbelievable. You can literally go to um, level.co and and find information about it. You can go to Amazon. They're sold on Amazon. That's actually where I bought them. I bought them on, on Prime Deals as well. Um, but it looks just like a deadbolt. Yeah, no, I saw the pictures. It looks... That, I mean, it is, it is the size of a deadbolt. And here's what's crazy about this thing. So part of part of what makes a smart lock a smart lock is it's got to have power. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it doesn't have power, it doesn't work. Right. right. So like the Schlage, it has like four AA batteries that you put in it, and it, I mean, it's four AA batteries. It takes up a lot of space. Um, in order to have just the deadbolt, they had to get creative. Mm-hmm. Guess where the battery is? Mm, in the knob in the back? Nope. I don't know. It's in the deadbolt itself. Oh, like in the actual... Yeah. <laughs> it's in the deadbolt... Uh, what do they call that? The, the bolt. Striker. I don't know. Not the striker. That's the thing on the wall. The bolt. The bolt. The bolt. That's yeah. what it is. Literally, you, you like unscrew the end and put the battery in huh. that. It's like one of those little camera batteries. And so, it, like, they they made this thing, like, super efficient whenever it comes to space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you install it is pretty simple, but it's got a very specific way that it installs, but it's very, very simple. But it works just the same. Like It, it, it connects with Alexa or with your home app for, uh, for Apple. Yeah. You can set the same uh, parameters on it. The thing that, that it doesn't have is an onboard keypad. Right. But you can buy a separate keypad. And oh, like, like one that you can put yeah, up? Yeah, you can put it on like the post of your your. How does it connect, porch. though? It, that thing connects by by Bluetooth or Bluetooth? Wi-Fi, I assume. Uh, one of the two. Um, but, yeah, they connect. They probably connect Bluetooth. I don't, I don't have one because I just don't need that mm-hmm. um, where, where I'm at because I've got the front. Yeah, I, see the, I see the separate keypad. It's like 80 bucks. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's actually not too much. I mean... They cost roughly what the Schlage does. Uh, but, I mean, the parts are very... It's Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth. There yeah. you go. Uh, the parts are very, like, substantial, and they feel nice. They look nice. They've got a great look to them. They, but they've got some cool features to it. So, um, obviously, you can do everything you can with the other, with the Schlage, except it doesn't have the onboard keypad. But you can schedule. You can put 
Um, give pe- you can literally just like share Apple keys with people. Mm-hmm. So if I want you to get in, I could share an Apple key with you, and you could use your phone to unlock it. Yeah. Have so you have simple. you looked at the mini cards? Yes. So they come with two. Oh, they come with two. They, they, well, they come with two regular cards. They come with two. Uh, they look like little. Credit, I say cards. cards. It looks like a guitar pick, is what it looks like. Yeah. Those are, are those, those, those are the minis. Okay. So they also come with two like credit cards. And those credit cards are linked to that lock. So, for instance, I could just give one of those to my kids. Right. And if they're coming home from school, they could use that to get in if they don't have a watch or whatever. Well, like, so like on here, it's a four pack of the minis. Yeah. And it's 20 bucks. Yeah, it's not it's not expensive. And you and, and again, you can give those to family. Yeah. You give them to friends. You can put hide those really Somewhere, easily. Yeah. Easy to hide those, right? Um. But again, I just literally hold my, my watch up to it or my phone up to it, and boom, it, it unlocks. Here's the other thing. You can enable it to – you can enable or not enable this. Um, but if if you're leaving, I, I've got ours enabled to do this. You can just touch it, and it locks. Oh, okay. Like, I, I guess it recognizes touch somehow. It's not a fingerprint or anything like that. You just touch it, and it locks. Now, you don't touch it – I think you can set it to touch and unlock, but that seems a little stupid. Sure. Um, I, I mean, unless people know, they're probably not going to try to, oh, let me touch his deadbolt, see if it unlocks. <laughs> well, no, because it, look, you know, it looks just like a regular deadbolt. It looks exactly like a deadbolt. So, but, and, and I say that because like, it looks like it, it also has keys. Yeah, it does. You so can, you can does, unlock it with a key. It does, which the Schleg does too. Uh-huh. But yes, so it does have keys, and you can give someone a key if you need, uh, but, well, I mean... Well, I mean, there's a bunch of them now that don't have keys. There, yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. And to me, to me, like that fail safe is really nice. Sure. Like if a locksmith needs to come and open your door or something, I'd rather that happen than break a window. Right. You know. Um, but but yeah, it's also interesting the way the way you like put it all together. The last thing that you put on is the knob, and it literally just just fits on. No big deal. You don't have to you don't have to use a tool or anything to like tighten the knob the knob on right but it clicks in and you can't pull the knob back off without like putting a paper clip in it or something huh. to, to kind of release it but um but yeah dude like I, it's <laughs> is it is it wi-fi enabled as well then it is okay yeah so it's wi-fi enabled um i will tell you this one of the things that's unique about it because and this this isn't a problem just something you might need to know mm-hmm. so most deadbolts are not round Okay. Most deadbolts are kind of oblong right. shaped. Yeah. Um, and so when most deadbolts are installed, the hole that goes into the striker and into the um, the faceplate of the of the wall is oblong as well. So I I actually had to do some mortise work and, and like clear out a round. Okay. Because since you're putting a round battery in that thing the bolt is actually round. So in both of my applications, I had to kind of make the hole more round. Um, but they give you some options. Like there's there's different size uh, strike plates and things like that, depending on what you had previously. Um, super easy. Actually, this one was easier to install, except for having to do some of the, some of the, the mortise yeah. work. Um, it, it was easier to stall, install than the Schlage was. So, mm. But I... <laughs> It's a great lock, man. Like I'm super happy with it. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, 
they're they're not cheap. I mean, both both the Schlage, um, actually don't know exactly. It was three fifty something like that. These yeah. level lock pluses, they're like three three thirty. But, um, you know, it, yeah, for what it, for what it does, yeah, that doesn't seem like an unreasonable price. I mean, especially if you just want one lock. Mm-hmm. If you want one lock in your home that's accessible, if you leave, if you just don't want to bring your keys or, you know, you just want to give some some sort of uh, exterior access if you're not home and something happens, you need someone to get in the house, whatever, yeah. you can unlock it from anywhere. Um, if you want that, it, it's a pretty inexpensive price to give people access to your house. For sure. If they need it. If you did what I did and bought three of them, <laughs> it gets expensive. Oh, but, yeah. Um but again, it was a choice that I made. It's something we had at the old house. We wanted the new one. So, so how how long have you had them installed now? Oh goodness, probably six weeks. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a reason I'm asked because, like, as as per usual, I, I looked up the the one star reviews. Oh yeah, come <laughs> on with them. Come on with them. So, uh, not not because like I'm trying to like ditch on them, but like I want to know the the bad stuff. Sure. You know. Um, and they're like to to be fair. Okay, so here's here's the stats on at least on Amazon. It's sixty four percent five star, eight uh, percent four star, three star five star, uh, uh, sorry five percent three star, five percent two star, and nineteen percent one star. Yeah, that's a which pretty big one it's, star. It's a pretty significant on the one star. And I I will tell you, uh, like from what I've read so far, most of them have to do with battery life. Yeah. Um. And, and so, like, here's one. This is just from in se- September of this year. It says, uh, this is from Jason. Uh, While this product is beautiful, its battery life in direct sunlight is abysmal. I have gone through a CR2 battery every one to three days. Oh, my goodness. The lock is not jammed or has any mechanical issues. The battery drains fast. I hope they fix the problems. I am I'm beyond my return period for and trying to get my money back. In the meantime, I return to the tried and true Yale locks. Huh. I also have to knock the product for, okay, I also have to knock the product for needing more integrations. Apple Home and a poor Amazon sidewalk integration are pretty limited. Hmm. Um, so, I get, so I guess it just does Apple Home and Amazon sidewalk. Okay. Um, I mean, is that? I, sure. I don't know. I mean, I use, I use you Apple. You use Apple, everything. so I yeah. mean, like, you wouldn't have looked into anything else. No, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. If you need Google, okay, well, then don't buy this product if that's the case. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Um, let's see here. Which, let, let me, I'll, I'll say, um, I would guess one of mine would be not in direct, no, none of mine would be in direct sunlight because... I've got a I've got a screen door on one door. Uh-huh. The other one is under a porch, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not getting that. I don't know why direct sunlight would even. Uh, it's probably what he assumes is, is the, the problem. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: if you're going through battery every one to three days, there's a different issue. That thing is not stopping doing something. Yeah, it's doing. It it's is, constantly it is doing something. Continually doing something, which means there's probably something more going on. It's probably like uh, some more mechanical or sure, short or something. I, that's what I would think, but I. I've not had to replace the batteries. Yeah. So far. six weeks. Yeah. And we go in and out of them all the time. Sure. You know? Um, okay. So here's one from C. Just the letter C. C. Um, C. Lee. C. C. <laughs> C. Dot L. I. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the gender of this person. 
Um, I truly love how this product looks. I purchased this for the home's back door because I didn't need a smart lock with a built-in keypad for that door. All other exterior doors we fitted with Schlage Encode Plus smart locks. That's exactly what I Which we love, but are a bit bulky in appearance. So I bought the Level Lock Plus for the back door. It's sleek and minimalist and most of all understated. It doesn't call attention to itself. After having installed... It calibrated properly, but then subsequently repeated, failed to pair with Apple HomeKit despite being connected and functional via the Level mobile app. Then the deadbolt began stopping halfway and causing an error readout to occur. This error message never went away. Very disappointed with this horrible product execution. Unreliable, out of the box, and a headache to set up. Returning it and replacing it with a schleg. So, so go ahead. I, I mean, like, that sounds... Some of that, to me, sounds like poor installation. Yeah, because one of the things I was going to say is, uh, let me give you an example. The last house, you remember the last house we lived in. Right. My my Apple TV, the hub, uh-huh. was at the very front of my house. Right. My back door was way down a hallway. Right, yeah. Multiple walls in between. Sure. And it would not connect half the time. Mm. And it was just too far away from the hub. Yeah. And so if that were the case in this scenario, you're going to have a failure, mm. right? I will also tell you that if you if you didn't mortise out your your, your door, yeah, if you strike plate, the strike plate, if you didn't do that, it it very likely could could it, stop halfway without any so, problem. And this is something that, that I've done many times. Do you think that is probably a result of trying to use the old strike plate? Oh, yeah. Does it you come with a new strike plate? It does, and you have to use the new one because uh-huh. it's a different size. Right. I mean, it's it's literally a more of a circle, and it what is a perfect circle, right? And it, it's it's just it's just a different shape, it's a than, different shape. Yeah. And so if if you if if the person that installed your your deadbolt didn't use a uh, a, a a jig mm-hmm. to install it with, then if they just used like a a regular drill bit, it'd be totally fine. Yeah. But if they used a jig to do it with, then it's gonna carve it out just perfectly and yeah I, i'm i can see how potential um installation error could make this happen i will tell you this too i don't know if they're still doing it when i bought mine i did not know this was a thing but they were doing free install oh they were sending out up to i think that they, they were saying it's like a 130 dollar uh value they were sending out contractors That's to cool. install it for you for free. I didn't know that. If Why I would, wouldn't I, you take that? I <laughs> guarantee, if I would have known that was a thing, I would have let them do it. Yeah, but I didn't, uh-huh. so I I did it myself. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see that if you didn't know how to install it, or if and and maybe I'm not saying that that was the case. I'm yeah. saying if it was, I can see these things being a problem. Yeah, I, I'll just tell you, like I think. 80 to 90% of these one-star reviews, most of them mention something to do with the battery life. Sure. Um, which makes sense to me. I mean, like, when you have such something so low pri- profile, yep. like, you had to get creative as to how you even get the battery in there. That's right. And which means you couldn't put a big battery. Nope. I mean, like, if if yep. anything starts draining that battery, it's just not going to last long. Nope. Um, so that, that makes sense to me. But, like, if everything's functioning properly, it should last a while. Right. And, and again, I... Is it easy if, to change the battery? Yeah, you literally just like you you turn the you open the door, turn the deadbolt to where the bolt comes out, unscrew the end, pull it out. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I mean it's it's inconvenient. Well, it's it's because it's in some way it's more convenient. Well, it, it's definitely more convenient than other deadbolts. Than other deadbolts, but 
here's the deal. Like if if my when my battery goes out, because it will. When my battery goes out, I'm gonna buy a lithium, mm-hmm. and it'll last longer. Mm. I mean, they cost more, but if I for for certain applications, I don't. I mean, if it's a remote, I'm not yeah. putting lithium in a remote. But I, if it's, I'm also yeah. curious as to how many of these people have the keypad. Yeah, because Bluetooth drains batteries. Sure, it does. Like nobody's it business. It really does. And yep. and so, like, if you have that keypad attached, I imagine the battery's gonna last half as long. I I wouldn't doubt so, that either. Because like I I have an electronic keypad for our house, mm-hmm. but it's not Wi-Fi enabled and it's not Bluetooth. It's right. literally just a digital combo lock so that it's easy for us to give a code to somebody to come in the house if they need to. Sure. But also my dog knows how to open the front door. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to be able to keep her out because while she is intelligent on how to use doorknobs, she doesn't know how to remember a code yet. Not yet. So but give her time. She, within, yeah. Being an Aussie, I will. <laughs> I've had one. So she's watching. She's yeah. watching and learning. Oh, she is. She's listening to this right now. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> she's one of our biggest fans. Now, yeah. Now, I, I, in fairness, um, I I want to I want to look at the one star reviews on the Schlage. Oh as yeah. Well now, so um, I, I literally just pulled it up. I'm going to go after the first one. Okay. Um, this is by a, a name that I can't pronounce. DJ Sigma is what it looks like. But okay. We'll see. Um, the title is expensive junk. Huh. Got this product and put in the new batteries that came with it, set it up on my phone and tested it out and worked fine. Then I disassemble it, take out the batteries, and put it in a Ziploc bag. One month later, I'm installing it in my Airbnb and and put the batteries in. Absolutely no power. Changed two sets of batteries, same issue. Pulled out my voltage meter and tested the battery bank, and it was pushing out 6 volts, as it should. So now, I spent all this money and have ended up reinstalling the old lock. Then I can't return this because 30 days have passed, and so I don't know what to do other than leave a review and warn people against these battery-operated door locks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. What did you put in the Ziploc bag with it? I don't know. Did you put it in the freezer afterwards? It just seems like such a weird thing to do. Man, like I, 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 I get, I, I get the impulse to go. Okay, I'm going to test this thing right here and make sure that it works before sure. I take it to my other property. Exactly. But like in my mind, I'm going. Okay, like it doesn't matter if it works here. I need it to work there. There. So yeah. I'm going to install it there. Right. Be- because like then I'm going to know if it works, right. and it, then I can make the decision as to whether or not I take it back. So here's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing that this poor soul. DJ Sigma uh-huh. decided, I'm going to buy this today. Yeah. Impulse. I'm going to buy it today. I'm not going to my Airbnb for 45 days. Uh-huh. I'm going to test this thing, make sure it works here. Yeah. Because after 30 days, I can't return it. I bet that's what happens. Stupid impulse. It is a stupid Just impulse. Just wait till you're going wait, to the property. Exactly. You're going to get it delivered in two days anyway. You bought it on Amazon. That's where I read the review. I'm from. sure there's a Home Depot near your Airbnb. <laughs> no doubt. Speaking of, they're building one in Montgomery. Nice. I mean, not good for the other hardware stores Right there. across the street from McCoy's. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to be See, great. like, I, okay, like, I'm not, even, I'm not even as concerned about McCoy's. McCoy's is oh, going to be, be fine. fine. What I'm concerned about is Jim's Jim, hardware. Jim's is out. So, it's going to be gone. No, I, it can't. Oh, it's so good. 
It can't. I know. It's my feed store, man. I know. It's such a good place. It's like the closest place I can go to to buy horse feed. Man, it's a good place. And it's more than 20 minutes away from my house. It's a, yeah. yeah do you know how annoying it is? To- oh, I, no, I don't. <laughs> but I, but I do know where it's located. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a ways from my house, even. Why? And Why I live in building, Like, companies can do what they want, but like, it's, I'm sorry. They don't need one there. No, they don't. They don't need one there. No. Like, people that live there are perfectly happy to drive 25 minutes to the other way. To the one. Or, or to go to McCoy's and pay a little bit more because they don't have to. Well, like, they can, they can drive 25 minutes to the other one on 105, or they can drive like 30 minutes to the one on 1488. Right. They literally don't care. No. I mean, every, everybody has to drive to get there. And if I need something quick, I'll go to McCoy's or I'll go yeah. to Jim's. Or to Jim's. It's not a big deal. Uh, but I mean, it's like, it's like, in you know, they got that Kroger in Montgomery too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know this a hundred percent, but I've been told by resources that I trust that across the street from like caddy corner from that, uh, AGB owns. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, do we need another major grocery store caddy corner from one major grocery right? store? Yeah. Probably not. Well, and like you have other smaller grocery stores. Oh yeah, yeah. Brooks, there, yeah. Brookshire Brothers is just down the road. Yeah, like Walmart's just down. Just the down road. the road. So like, no, you don't. I mean, would I rather have an H E B closer than the one on one hundred five? Yeah, I would. <laughs> but it's like to your point, though. It's like, do you really need that there? Yeah, probably not. I mean, honestly, if I'm getting lumber, I'd rather go to McCoy's anyway. They have better lumber. They have better lumber. Like I'm sorry, Home yeah. Depot, step up your game. I know. Like they and just they, McCoy's literally has better lumber, mm-hmm. and all lumber is expensive. So <laughs> get it expensive here, or get it expensive there. Yeah. So or get crooked stuff there. Right. That you're paying the same price for. You better believe it. No. Anything else on this man? No, man. I think that's it. I look. I I encourage you to get one of these things if you're if you're interested in a smart lock. And you don't really like the bulkiness of, yeah. of a lot of these smart locks. I mean, go with one of these. It's I, I like I like the idea of someone looking at it going, "I go, they don't have smart locks." Sure, because it doesn't look like one. It does not look like one. Yeah, and 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 for for someone who is not like, let's say you've got an average, you know, someone who decides, "Oh, I'm going to go try to get into someone's home right now." Mm-hmm. If they look at that, that's going to look just like any other deadbolt. Yeah, to them, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. Good stuff. Well, uh, listen, thank you guys for hanging with us. It's late tonight, so we appreciate you being with us. And uh, if you haven't already, I don't know how after over five years, unless you just found (laughs) us, you have not already liked and subscribed to all of our stuff, YouTube, Facebook. um, Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, Yeah. Until next time, we'll see you later. See you.